started with a rumbling. There's a rumbling under a, a house. Not a big house, but a house all by itself. The people inside felt a rumbling. The rumbling turned into a shaking. Suddenly the whole house was shaking. It was scary, and they ran outside. And good thing they did, because not long after they did, a big worm the size of, well, as big around as a medium-sized car, and much, much longer, of course, came poking out of the soil of their yard. It shoved the corner of the house up as if it was barely there. It seemed to look around, although they couldn't spot any eyes. It was all dirty, but there was some colorful, it was colorful underneath the dirt. And then, just as suddenly, it d disappeared back down into the dirt. The house, however, uh, the house was ruined, destroyed. It had upset the foundation, and torn a big chunk of the wall off. Most of the windows were broken because the walls, the corner of the building had been lifted up and out of skew. It was a total loss for the house. They were able to very carefully retrieve some items, but the house itself was destroyed. The police, animal control, some seismic engineers, nobody had any good solid ideas. I mean, they found right away the tunnel that led away from where it had happened, but the tunnel I mean, it was big, and that corroborated their story of a big giant worm, but it collapsed you know, not too far down, and uh, it wasn't something you could follow. Maybe a mole could follow it, but nobody human had the specialized equipment. You would need to follow it. So they just, they just didn't know. Well, it was a week or so later. There was some rumbling, and rumbling in, in the park nearby. And this time, the worm surfaced up in the middle of the Wyman Park Dell. Just came up, bursting out. A uh, squirrel went flying, and the worm sort of surfaced itself, slid around down there. And that time, everybody got a good look at it. It was a big, giant worm, maybe 50 feet long. It's hard to discern any features. There were some, like, bumpy bits, and one part clearly seemed to act like a head, although they couldn't really detect any features. And then, just as suddenly as it had appeared, it slammed its face, or the end of it anyway, down into the ground and burrowed away. As soon as they were sure it was gone, it was gone everyone rushed to go look. They could see the holes that it had come from and left in. One brave person tried to climb in after it, and the hole had left through, you know. But um, a few yards in, the dirt started to collapse, and the guy ran out and just barely escaped. Now, Ollie had already been called in on the case, called in by the first family that it had happened to, but also called in by local animal control. He got sort of underground, but then it started to collapse, and he ran back up to the top. He got out okay. He didn't get trapped. Oh, I went to the sites looking for clues. 
the house now condemned was still standing and all I thought maybe if it came up right on the corner maybe there's some clues in the corner so he looked carefully in the corner of the building the foundation in that corner was exposed and he saw on there some some colorful chunks of material Um, he wasn't sure what they were, but he put a couple of them in small vials to try and test later. He looked over the dog park and didn't find any clues like that, but as he sort of stood around in the path the thing had taken across the park, he noticed a smell. Not a nasty worm smell, not a bad smell at all, but kind of a strawberry-ish fruit punch type smell. It smelled sweet and like fruit. All I interviewed, as many people as he could find that had been there, they all kind of said the same thing. This big weird worm thing appeared, wriggled around for a little bit, and then dug back into the ground. While he was perplexed, he didn't know what this was, or how to make it stop, or even what kind of pattern. Because the park and the house were kind of nearby, but it wasn't like they were right next to one another. From the way everyone described it, this thing seemed to be alive. It moved like a creature moves, not like a robot. Not like a missile, but it moved and wiggled and responded to its environment. Hello, Piggy. His next stop was a lab, because they had this sample of the material. He checked with the homeowners, and they didn't recognize the material at all. So he took his samples to an analytical chemistry lab that he knows here in the city. I need help identifying this. So the chemists took it, and they poked it, and they prodded it, and they took samples, and they did tests. I said, it's going to take a day or two to figure this out. I said, okay. While they were waiting for the results, the worm struck a couple more places. Did a lot of damage, actually. In one spot, it came up kind of in the backyard behind some row houses and did a lot of damage to the foundation and the structure of the row houses, such that uh, they also had to be condemned. And another spot... What? Oh, yeah, all is fine. Ollie hasn't even seen the worm just has this sample. In another spot, it came through and just scared a bunch of people in a park. Then I got the call from the lab. I said, oh, you're not going to quite get this. I mean, maybe you'll get it. I mean, you're not going to believe it? I don't know. It's really weird. But I can tell you exactly what that stuff is. It's gummy worm type material. It's sugar and gelatin and water and flavor and color. It very much is acting like gummy worms. I said, gummy worms? I mean, the thing is from what people are describing as a giant worm. And, oh, well, I mean, that certainly matches my findings. I said, so what would you do if you needed to attack a gummy worm? Like a giant one. Oh, 
Well, let's see here. Let me think. I mean, heat would disrupt a gummy worm. But the other thing that I guess you could try would be fresh pineapple juice or fresh pineapples. Pineapple has an enzyme that can kind of cut through gelatin and other things. It's a peptase. Or protease. A couple different ones, actually. I said, all right, thank you. I'll try that. <laughs> well, I got some... Um, got a couple of pineapples and a knife. And he'd been meaning to try this new piece of kit that he had gotten. It was kind of a, it was a hang lighter. He went up to the tallest building, which was not his apartment, but the apartment um, a couple blocks away from there. Or not a couple blocks, but around the side of the block. His pineapples and his knife and his hang lighting kit. And he waited for another call. Well, it didn't take long. About 45 minutes after all I got all set up there, he got a call and said, Ollie, there's another worm attack. It's here right now. I gave all the address, and it was a couple of blocks away. So Ollie got his gear together, and he went leaping off the side of the building. He was pretty sure it would work, and thankfully it did. The wind caught it, and Ollie was flying. It was pretty great. As much as he wanted to just play around and fly like a bird, he knew he had to focus, so he headed straight for where the address he'd been given. And we got around the corner, there was this crazy worm thing. It was now on a ball field. Kind of rutting about, looking for who knows what. Well, he landed the glider pretty nearby. He took his pineapple, sliced it open, and flung the juice at the side of the worm. At first, the worm didn't respond at all. So then Ollie ran up, he leapt on top of the worm, and held the cut pineapple on the edge of it. Also, Ollie scraped away some of the, the dirt on the thing. Indeed, it did look a lot like gummy worm material. Well, he was experiencing with that. The worm was moving around, but also the enzyme was acting. Before long, a big hole had opened up in the side of the worm from the protease, from the pineapple enzyme. With a deep breath, I waited for it to turn and drain out with water, and he went inside. Inside, he found, well, given the amount of monsters always fought, something not entirely unexpected for him. But I think most people wouldn't expect it, because inside the worm was a big tube. And inside the tube, there was a lady at a control center, controlling the robot, or the uh, gummy worm, the giant gummy worm. I turned it aloud. Authoritative voice said, You there, stop what you're doing. Stop torturing these people. What's your deal? The lady turned and looked. I said, oh, how'd you get in here? Well, I said, pineapple juice. I said, oh, fair enough. Well, clever as you may be, I can't let you stop me. This worm is my chance of revenge from all the ill treatment I've gotten. I said, ill treatment? What do you mean? I said, I've been a waitress in this neighborhood for, gosh, 15 years now. And almost every place, they treat me like 
garbage. I'm sick of it. So I use some of my cooking knowledge and my robotics knowledge. I was a robotics engineer back in India, you see. I made this thing. How'd you find me? And I described the system with the cameras and the microphones. I said, so where, um, how did you get in? I mean, the gummy stuff is pretty tough. It's tougher. It's not regular gummy stuff. I said, well, I'm afraid that's a mystery. I'm going to have to leave for you to figure out. I think you're going to have a long time in prison to think about it. And Lydia gave it a big sigh, and she said, well, worse things could happen. And that was the case of Ollie and the giant gummy worm monster. <laughs>